You are listening to the Love Breezy Bree Yoga Podcast. Today and every single week, I break down the most popular yoga poses. Also check out the free audio yoga classes on this podcast. Visit my website, lovebreezybreeyoga.com and subscribe to my newsletter where you get access to free yoga sequences every single month. Check out the show notes for information about today's yoga pose and my Instagram link where you can see this pose in action. And thank you so much for listening. Namaste. Are you ready to break down Sukhasana? Oh my gosh, it sounds so complex, right? But really it is easy pose, which is a basic seated yoga posture. Now let's not get too focused on the fact that this is called basic. Sitting in this posture is very difficult on the body if you're not used to sitting with this beautifully upright, rooted from the ground to the crown type posture. But we'll get into that in just a moment. Sukhasana is something that you can take every single day and sound really awesome, which you already are. But sukha, meaning easy, comfortable, or joy, comes from the word su, which then means good, and ka, meaning space. But if you put them together, they now mean easy, comfortable, or joy. That's the thing with Sanskrit. And then, of course, asana, meaning pose. So sukhasana, okay? So as I mentioned, this is considered to be a beginner's posture or basic posture. It is in fact depicted in some of the oldest images of ancient yogis in India, some of which are at least 2,000 years old. It's also sometimes called simple cross-legged pose. Sukhasana is a very common pose for practicing meditation and breathing exercises, of course called pranayama, and it is also often used as an alternate to practicing lotus pose, which I don't believe I've broken lotus pose down because that is a little bit more advanced. Um, but this is an alternate to that for those whose hips are very tight. Sukhasana is a pose that many people automatically practice as children. <laughs> I love that because children basically practice everything without quote-unquote practicing. But you lose your ability to do over time due to sitting in chairs. So this is a very modern problem. Early yogis didn't have the convenience of chairs, so their hips were much more open. Sukhasana is especially good to practice if your hips are very tight. Just be sure to prop yourself up so your hips are higher than your knees. I talk about that in another episode, I don't know, it was probably like 100 episodes ago. But even in your office chair or your car, especially if you have bucket seats, we really wanna sit if not all the time, most of the time, with our hips elevated higher than the knees. So maybe like sitting on a harder surface, so not just necessarily a pillow, but like a stack of blankets or something along those lines, maybe some yoga blocks, right? And just creating that elevation that also really does release the psoas muscle and then all those windshield wipers that I have my students do at the end of pretty much every class um, may not be as crucial. But anyway, back to Sukhasana. So a few times a day, you're going to come down to the floor and sit in Sukhasana ideally. So practicing yoga every single day. 
And notice how different it feels than to sit in your chair. Regular practice will gradually open up your hips and bring your spine into correct alignment. So some of the benefits of Easy Pose is that it strengthens the back and stretches the knees and ankles. It also opens the hips, groin, and outer thigh muscles or the abductors. And sitting upright with your spine aligned also reduces stress and anxiety. It calms the mind and it is known to be therapeutic for stress. Just a quick side note, anytime you're creating length in the spine, you're sending energy through the spine. Now, as we've talked about in the episode when we talked about the endocrine system or the episode where we talk about the chakra system and essentially how they're both really intertwined, um, really there's a, a science to it, but the energy, the flow of blood and oxygen and all the great things that are happening in the body are really going through this beautiful pathway that we know as the spine. So the spine is very important, obviously, but we don't think about it a whole lot unless you practice yoga or stretching or Pilates and things of that nature. So I think it's important that we realize that easy pose doesn't just bring you um, calm or energy. It's because you're in easy pose and you're creating length in the spine. So that same benefit can happen in mountain pose, for instance, or even in some respect in um, Shavasana, just depending on how erect you are when you're in that posture prior prior to relaxing into it. Okay, so anyways, some of the cautions would be that you might want to avoid practicing this pose if you have had a knee injury. If your hips are very tight, it might actually be difficult to cross your legs. Never force this pose. Instead, practice a modified version until your flexibility increases. And of course, always work within your own range of limits and abilities. And if you have any medical concerns, talk with your doctor before practicing yoga. So let's go ahead and get started, especially since this posture, I feel like this should have been the first yoga pose breakdown that I ever did. Easy pose and the second one, mountain, then the third, Shavasana, but that's not what happened in real life. Okay, as we sit on our mat, you're going to uh, bring a firm blanket if possible and sit on the edge of it, just creating that little bit of that elevation. Extend your legs in front of your body and sit up straight in a sealed, or excuse me, in a seated staff pose, Dandasana, which I believe I have broken down. So if I need to go back to Dandasana really quick, you're going to have your legs lengthened but active. You could have a slight bend in the knees anytime your body needs that, no matter what the posture is. The feet are going to be actively engaged as if you're pressing them against a wall. You're going to root your tail into the earth, but not so much that you're caving in your lower back, just a nice gentle root. Drawing the shoulders out of your ears like you would in mountain pose, the heart's going to naturally kind of come through center, come forward. As the shoulder blades begin to engage, looking for each other, giving each other a kiss, then the arms are going to gently just rest and allow gravity to take its course by the side of your hips. So if you have short arms or long arms or it doesn't matter, just let them fall to their place. And then you're going to gently, I like to take the nose to the sky first and then gently bring it center and then gently, not tucking it to the place where your nose is pointing down to the earth, but just this gentle tucking where you're still kind of facing forward, but your chin's tucked a little bit in, okay? 
So that's the staff pose, and that sets up all seated postures, just like mountain pose or tadasana sets up all standing postures. So those are very fundamental postures, okay? So I guess this should have been one of the first ones too. Ba-boom. And I have broken this down before, so definitely go back and check out that yoga pose breakdown for dandasana if you want to refresh your mind. Both dandasana and easy pose, although they seem very simple, are um, very intricate is the best word. Now, once you find yourself in your seated staff pose, then cross your legs in front of you at the shins. With your knees wide, place each foot beneath the opposite knee. Fold your legs in towards your torso. Place your hands on your knees, palms facing down, which will also ground some of this energy. Balance your weight evenly across your sit bones. Align your head, neck, and spine. Lengthen your spine, but soften your neck. Relax your feet and thighs. Gaze straight ahead with soft eyes. Hold for up to one minute or for the duration of your meditation or pranayama practice. And then release and change the cross of your legs and repeat on the opposite side. Now keep in mind the meaning of the name as you practice easy pose isn't always as easy for everybody. So you may need to make some modifications and variations for your body. It is really important to be comfortable in this position. So we're going to always make sure that we make whatever modifications we need to feel steady, safe, supported in this posture or any posture. So here's a few suggestions, okay? If your hips are tight, do not sit flat on the floor prop yourself up on a blanket, two blankets, a bolster, a block, or a meditation pillow. Lifting your hips above the level of your knees will greatly reduce stress and discomfort in your hips, knees, and back. It will also open your groins even further and bring your spine into correct alignment, which will then help you to stay in the position for longer periods of time, especially if you're practicing meditation, right? Experiment with various heights of support to find the one that is most appropriate for you. For those with extremely tight hips, practice this pose seated in a chair. Leaving one foot flat on the floor, cross the opposite ankle over the knee of the grounded foot. Hold the pose for up to one minute, then repeat on the opposite side. Now if you're looking for more back support, sit with your back against a wall. Another variation is to place a yoga block between the wall and your shoulder blades. This is actually one of my favorite. I like to do that and just sit on the ground and play with my dogs or sketch or something. I love sitting up against the wall with the yoga block there. If you are practicing a mudra, which I've talked about in a couple of different episodes, as a part of your meditation, you can bring your hands into the correct position instead of resting them on your thighs. Now, practicing Sukhasana in correct alignment will automatically begin to calm your mind and senses. We talked about that. Keep, the uh, keep this information in mind when practicing, however. Keep your pelvis in a neutral position. We've just talked about the pelvis on this podcast. Balancing equally on both sit bones, which I mentioned, 
To find a neutral position, gently rock forward and back and shift your hips side to side once you are in the pose. Once you are neutral, your pubic bone and tailbone should both be the same distance from the floor and both sit bones should have an even distribution of weight. Now this is going to take some time to get used to as you continue to find body awareness through your practice of yoga. So don't expect everything to magically be understood the first time you're trying to rock your hips, your pubic bone, your tailbone, the pelvis, all of it. Um, just take your time getting there, okay? Now be sure to change the cross of your legs, not favoring one side over the other. Hold the pose for the same length of time on each side, creating that beautiful balance. And then let your legs cross naturally. There is no real right or wrong way for them to cross. And in this regard, Sukhasana is slightly different from other seated cross-legged poses such as perfect pose or lotus pose. I haven't broken down either of those yet, which require more precise foot placement to be appropriately aligned in those postures. Now, as long as there's a comfortable gap between your feet and pelvis and the pose feels quote unquote easy, then it is in fact easy pose. Now, uh, Sukhasana is a simple and basic pose to come into at any time. Whenever you need to find peace, Simply bring yourself to the ground and sit quietly. As you slow your breath, your mind will begin to calm down, regularly integrate easy pose into your practice and into your daily life. You may notice serenity and ease flowing through all areas. I love that. So I hope you enjoyed this yoga pose breakdown. One of the best takeaways that you can take away from this episode is to elevate your hips above the knees in um, other seated positions throughout your day. So give that a try and if that's impossible, try taking easy pose throughout your day when you just need a little bit of a break and try elevating the hips off of the ground on a block or a blanket. And um, thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode and I hope you are ready to take on Sukhasana. Have an enjoyable, enjoyable rest of your existence. Namaste. <laughs> I am so honored that you are listening to the Love Breezy Bree Yoga podcast. Never miss an episode. Download the free app on iTunes, Apple Podcast, Spotify, or Stitcher. Please also rate the show with five stars. I would greatly appreciate that. Visit me on my website at lovebreezybreeyoga.com. I include free yoga sequences every single month. You can leave a comment or message me and we can connect. Thank you so much. Have a wonderful, wonderful personal practice. Namaste. Namaste.